that's not my issue. That's not my deal. Like, mm-hmm. handle it. Or, you know, we're going to either have bye. a serious conversation or, like. Or, I love how you're like, we're going to have a serious conversation. Meanwhile, I'm like, bye. You're like, get out of here. Please, bye. Goodbye. I'm not putting up with this. Goodbye. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode of our podcast. How have you been doing, my love? I feel like we haven't chatted in a bit. I have been busy with work. You have been switching jobs. And I feel like life has just overtaken a lot of us and we haven't really had a moment to kind of catch up and we try not to use this time that much to catch up because we talk a lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like life has been so hectic um I'm switching jobs again surprise um and I am but it's really, a good thing. yeah, I'm really at peace with my decision. Um, it was a hard decision because the job that I'm leaving, I thought for a long time was like my dream job as a speech therapist. So it was kind of a lot of emotions wrapped up in realizing that that isn't where I feel like I thrive. Um, and like where I'm supposed to be. So that was fun, but my last day was on Friday and I start my new job in a week. So I have a week off, which will be really nice. And you know, you could have flown out to see me, but you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if anyone wants to Venmo me, um, like eight to $900, um, it would be well appreciated, uh, because, uh, Miss Emily here is turning 29 on the 25th and um I was like low-key like oh, I should surprise her because I'm off all next week I and would die I literally went to look at the tickets and about shit myself because I don't know what's <laughs> going on in LA maybe it's raining gold but they're freaking a thousand dollars so um, like it's always and to my fly out of here it's always between 500 to like 650 dollars yeah like, but they were like like I think the cheapest one that we both found was like 788 and I was just like what is happening? Like, what is happening? I don't know, man. A lot of flights being canceled. Yeah. And just a lot of pilots are, I guess, exhausted and tired. Um, but it's, yeah, it's awful. It's horrendous. I hate it. Um, yeah, it's definitely weird. So, like, by, when this episode goes up, the next week after that, the next Monday, will be my birthday. This year's birthday is a little different because... Is I'm not necessarily like quote unquote like alone. Like I have friends out here in LA, but I don't have any of like my super close best best friends that I'm celebrating with. So it's different um, and it's very adult. Um. <laughs> I know it's like um, like I worked on my birthday. And yeah, like, you're like one of the only people I know that does that. I know, like. I'm starting to realize that everyone around me takes their birthday off and I'm starting to like not understand where I didn't hit, get that. Minute. Yeah. Like I, went, I literally, I, le- I literally work on my birthday every no. single year. Like since I've, since I've started working, I've never not worked That's, on my birthday. No, no. Take that day off. I'm like, I'm going, I'm, yeah, I like, book, I will forever be doing that. I like that. booked a massage for my birthday. Um, the nail, I was going to get my nails, my nails done that day, but the nail salon's closed on Monday. So I'm going to get it done like the day before. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and then I'm getting like a birthday dinner with some friends and. Like on your actual birthday? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Uh, me. That'll me, be fun. Me, Allie and Kirsty, who have been guests on the show before. And then a couple, fun. like my couple, two other girls that I'm friends with. Um, we're going to go to the nice guy and get um, dinner. But um, like the weekend before, uh, we are going to like this outdoor like cinema thing at Griffith Park to see 500, 500 Days of Summer. Um so it's like a really chill kind of weekend and it's not the same without you it's I fine know. i uh, blame it on american air delta and southwest <laughs> so they united wasn't in that me i just don't know about united i've never had known anyone to fly united so i'm just gonna keep it in the three that i know 
Uh, Fair. But if I, either of their lines want to sponsor the trip, then uh, just hit a girl up. And then on then we can, repl- we can uh, repay you for the wedding. Like, they can just sponsor our gals guide podcast travels to each other to be in person. Like, we have to create content, so we should pitch this. This is a really good idea. Oh, okay. my gosh. Side note, they could fund our Margaritaville trip. <laughs> Does the gals know about this? Do I don't know. I don't know so if we ever I think said this it or is, not. Maybe we did. I don't know. So this was something that I was, I went to like a writer's meetup this past Tuesday. I often, every month I go to these different like filmmakers, screenwriters meetups, right? And I was telling them about this idea that I had that I texted you about, um, about how we should go on a tour of every margaritaville in america and then like end it like with the margaritaville like cruise to like the one in the bahamas or something like that i am 1000 percent down like and um, sign me up some people were like you should turn this into a, a movie um you 100 should and then like at the end jimmy buffett can come on and make an appearance i think it's a great idea make like a I, book smart kind of thing i think it's I think it's great. I mean, we literally had like an hour long conversation about where and how and what we were going to do. Yes. Um, we, we, actually, I've we eaten, were I've eaten like one Margaritaville in my entire life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we were going to start at the one in Myrtle Beach, South Myrtle Carolina. Myrtle Beach, dirty the one that we, Myrtle. The one that we both, you know, have ate at before. Um, and then I like looked at the menu and was like, what the, f- there's 30 locations. Like, what am I going to eat? At every, at single, every single one. Well, I'm getting yeah. a margarita at every single one. And that's uh, another thing too. Everybody cannot. was like, everybody was like, you gotta have like a tequila that's gonna sponsor you or something. I'm like, I'm allergic. <laughs> so we could get we could get eight one eight tequila to sponsor us. Get Kendall Jenner to sponsor yeah, us. Like, like I mean, Kendall is already like you know being. Super, she loves the redheads. Um, I was going to say, she's being super inspired by J.C. Smith, uh, J.C. Marie Smith, if y'all don't know. Y'all got to follow her on TikTok because her her conspiracy about Kendall and her Instagram pictures is, just, is hysterical. But, yes. I mean, she, she's got a thing for redheads, so we already got that going for us. I really think that it could, it could happen. Okay. Kendall Jenner could have her tequila in all of the margaritavilles in the world. There was this. another conspiracy that some girl, some girl on TikTok, sh- like DM'd Kendall. Like they don't follow each other at all. Like this random girl DM'd Kendall, telling her to come to this one bar in like New York or something, um, because they had eight one eight. And then like two hours later, Kendall showed up at that bar, and she's like, she full on reads her DMs. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that she's seen JC's TikToks, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. I oh, love yeah. it. She's got to have like a fake account, or she just actually just like stalks people on hers. Cause like yeah, she we're probably all stalk- we're all stalking people on everything. I mean, I'm just gonna call us all out. Like it is what it is. Do you have it's okay. Finsta? No, I just use my regular Instagram. Oh, you're brave. What are they gonna do? What are I they don't... gonna do? <laughs> they ain't gonna do nothing. I am a fiery bitch. Like they're not gonna touch me. Let's be real. <laughs> Like, they're going to have to have at least a 15-foot pole. They, they're not going to touch me. I am, I'm, I think as I get into my 30s, I'm literally over it. Like, I just don't. Bitch, I'm a year older than you. I don't, I don't give it. I don't give it. Like, I don't care. What are they going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Go, then follow, then follow your, um, follow Blaine's exes then. Well, I already follow some of them, so. <laughs> oh, God. They, like, want to be my friends, so. Go follow my exes, then. Um, I just did, actually. I followed one today. <laughs> Go I follow did. the other ones. Um, Why not? They I can't I, do anything. I think I, well, that's true, but I, I don't have any desire mm-hmm. to follow mm-hmm. them. I'm not talking about the doctor. Don't follow the doctor. We don't acknowledge his existence. No, he's dead to me. Okay, well, you're a lot braver than I am. Yeah. So I mean, if we're gonna stalk, like let's just stalk. Like it, it is what it is. I mean, you're not afraid of slipping up and doing what? Liking a post from like two years ago. You just unlike it. They the notification do. goes away. Does it's it? not like it's not like yeah. It's not like you're on your Instagram. Go like one of my photos and then unlike it. <laughs> I already Have, like. Is there anyone that you haven't liked yet? <laughs> 
gonna say I already like all your photos. Wait, no. This is like a this is like a social experiment. Experiment. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to find one that I haven't liked. Just unlike <laughs> it and then like it again, okay. and then unlike okay. it again. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Did you do it real quick? I like liked it, it and then unliked one, it. One, two, and then oh, like it, like and it, and then unlike it. Like, like it like you accidentally liked it and then immediately unlike unlike. I just it. did. I just did. I didn't get anything. See. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's okay to be a sneaky sh- snake. Like I don't have my like for my account. Okay, you, like you'd have to be on the app at the exact moment, and they would have to like leave it liked for like a couple seconds or a minute or and whatever. like had the notifications turned on because I don't have my notifications yep, turned on. I don't on. either. See, y'all out here like it's okay to be a sneaky snake. Did you have the app open? I did. I was looking at it. Like had the notification screen I was open. Looking at it, looking for it. Nothing. Not a zilch. So you're Refresh welcome. It. Refresh it. Did you just unlike it? Oh, I liked it again because I put my like back on it and oh. saved it. Yeah, <laughs> now it popped it. up. Okay, unliked it. Like it again. Unlike it. Yeah, it went away. Told ya. Okay, all y'all, that is how you stalk your, your <laughs> people. Right. If you accidentally like it, just immediately unlike it. The chances of them actually seeing it. Are none. And then you're not, your name's going to go away and they're not going to remember who it was anyways, you know? I just helped all y'all snakes out. It's fine. Alrighty. Okay. But what, okay, what's your Instagram um, story tip though? Because that's my the My Instagram thing. story tip, you got to just be a brave soul for that one. No, bitch. I got a finsta for that You just got to be a brave soul. I got soul. a finsta for that shit. How many times do you look and go see who looked at your Instagram story? Every single time. Well, I have 326 people to scroll through, so that's not a thing for me. Every I don't time. care. I'm like, I don't care. If you Every see time. it, you because see Because I know bitches are looking at me. I know certain bitches are looking. And I want to catch... I got receipts. I, got, I take screenshots of that shit. When I see a bitch... <laughs> when I see a bitch who I know should not be looking at my story, I screenshot the shit. I'm like, I want like, to know that I know. catch these fiery hands. I know that you're looking at me. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for being a fan. <laughs> Thank you for being a fan. I like to highlight my, my my number one fans. I like to highlight my fan club and let them know that I see them. I was going to say, your number one fans are going to pop up right at the top. So. Oh, do we know how the Instagram story audience works? Do we know how that works? Like, I, how feel, like, I feel like it's like your most frequent flyers or the like top people. Flyers? <laughs> your most frequent flyers? Listen, I'm like on the airline. Like we are flying today. Like we are flying. It's happening. I'm just kidding. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, like I'm gonna go look at mine. It's my sister, and then like four of four Me? of my best friends. <laughs> like the next one, same order. Like it's the same like general people who are at the top. But is it people that you often go look at their stuff? Mm, no, because every everyone's always so much out of order. Now, the people that show up at first, like, you always show up first. Because my I mom always, is my number always one. look at your stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, hmm. this is what people have to do. Interesting. Like, if, like, if they want to stalk and they're nervous, like, you just got to practice on a friend. See, like, what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are my tips for being a sneak, a sneak Creepy? Snake. <laughs> Creepy? Creepy. I mean, I'm not doing it every day, oh, but... Mm, we don't know this. So you can't be like Taylor Swift then if like she like wants to like creep on her fans and everything. If I was Taylor Swift, I would never post just like she does. <laughs> because the minute, like, the minute I post, they're going to be like, oh, what, what Easter eggs are up in this? <laughs> like, you know how her fans are. They're kind of crazy. <laughs> Oh, adding the numbers together yes. for the dates to see when, like, thir- when it adds a like, 13. zooming into the music video to see the number written on the cake. Like, y'all, come on, Okay, but, down. like, Woodvale, Woodvale is a thing. Why the fuck was that written on one of the album covers? I don't know. I don't know. Taylor Swift is a mystery, and that's what I love about her. Because it just kind of happens. She goes like, it just it. happens. Like, she, she ghosts us, and then it just appears, and it's magical. She literally eats it up, though. Oh, she loves because the red cover. It. The red cover is from all the Evermore promotions that she put on Spotify, and then when she finally produced the photo, it had the red ring on it. I'm like, this bitch, she knew the whole damn time. Oh, 100 percent. Speaking of, I need to get her folklore vinyl. That is, I have it. It's great. That's really what I want. It's great. Um, Mirrorball sounds amazing. Oh, on it. I bet. Oh my gosh. And I want to get like 
I got my record player like all set up. Y'all can't y'all can't see. Um, but I want to get some of those like shelves that I can like display like my yes. Mac one and my Ori and all the good ones. Casey Musgraves. Also, did you hear Casey Musgraves cover of I Can't Help Falling in Love with whatever that yes. title is? I mean, yeah. I went oh and saw the gosh. Elvis film, which had it in well, there. Well, now I'm so. like, shit, where yes. can I put that in my wedding? <laughs> I love that song. It's a great song to walk down the aisle to, too. Yeah, I already have one, but it's going to be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. Okay. But anyways. So, yeah. Sorry that was, like, everywhere. <laughs> what is your captivation, though? <laughs> Honestly, they get a I'm glim- trying to, like, tie it back together. They just, like, get a glimpse into my everyday mind. My captivation... Truly is for all of you margarita gals, speaking of margarita belt, all of your margarita gals out there. Um, let me put you on this mix. You probably have already had it, but it's absolutely the best mix for margaritas. It is the, um, I'm probably going to butcher this, the Tres Agaves margarita mix, and it's organic. It. It's fabulous. Add a little Cabo Wabo tequila. You can either do Cabo Wabo Blanco or Cabo Wabo Reposado. Mmm. There's a lot of O's up in there. <laughs> it's really good. I don't know good. what that's like. Um, I'll have to take your word or else I'll die. Yeah. So I do a shot of tequila and then like a shot and a half of this mix. Or I'll do, I'll double it and do two shots of, two shots of tequila and three shots of the mix. And then ice and salt the rim, and it is beautiful. So you can get it on Amazon, but they also have it in, like, Food Lion and stuff. So, uh, except for uh, not everyone has a Food Lion. So Amazon. Amazon is the way to go. But, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, anyways, because I can't relate to that one, so that was really boring for me to listen oh, to. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> How many times have I listened to you, like, talk about a film I've never heard of in my entire life? You can watch I don't film. want to. You're not blind. That's okay. You're not okay. blind. You can have a margarita without all of those things because <laughs> they all have agave so, in them. Wha- so, so lime juice, lime, lime juice, and, juice. Salt. <laughs> and some ice. <laughs> Yum. I'm gonna Sounds I'm gonna figure great. out how to make you a mocktail of one. What is your captivation? Is it a film? <laughs> I am going to fight you. <laughs> So well, it's going to take you right now. to like winning gals? 100 miles to come and fight me. So I'll see you next the week. Gals, <laughs> the gals may break up before my birthday comes, honestly, because I, she is using fighting words I'm today. Fiery. Okay. I had to go play in a river. Okay. I am like done. <laughs> no one made you do that. You did that on your own volition. Okay. So my captivation now that we're here. <laughs> And I can, you know, entertain the women again. Um, okay, well, while you're out there helping the girls get drunk um, on the beach, I'm saving them from getting sunburned um, because I'm a pale girl. And um, we don't need people getting margarita burns. You know, that's a thing. Oh, oh it definitely this, is. Especially This will lime. not save you from that. <laughs> No, no, it, nothing. Can. No, but um, this will save you from getting sunburn. It is the Bliss Blockstar Invisible Daily Sunscreen SPF 30, 100% mineral sunscreen. I prefer mineral over chemical because mineral really blocks the rays very much well. Um, this also has like a slight tint to it, but I am a pale girl and it still works for my skin tone. Um, it's not too dark. It really does adapt to your um, skin tone. It looks nice underneath makeup. And normally, like, every day, like, even though I work from home, I still put this on, like, every single day. I love it. Um, Bliss did send this to me. I'm not being paid to say this, though, but they did send it to me um, as, like, a PR package. But I genuinely, like, really do love it. I don't ever mention products if they get sent to me for free unless I really do love them. Um, and, yeah, it's a, I, I will probably, like, buy it again it's vegan clean beauty um no animal testing or anything yeah. like that um and it's the first like sunscreen that has a tint to it that still works for my skin tone because i had the super goop ones and they still don't match my skin tone well yeah but. are you talking about the super goop like the tent ones or yeah whatever? Like i had the cc screen one and this is still too dark for me yeah. unless i have like a fake tan um but I really love uh, the Bliss one. It's great. Hmm. I need to check that out because I don't have a tinted sunscreen and that would be nice to have. Yeah. Summer. Like it doesn't have that white cast to it. So it doesn't like completely make you mm-hmm. like Casper because um, I already do. And I'm trying to like <laughs> avoid that. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, if I'm wearing it by itself, like, it doesn't, like, make me, like, really oily or anything like that. Like, it has, like, a really nice finish to it. Um, so, yeah, I really like that one. Nice. But while you're out there enjoying your summer vacation, uh, you can listen to our podcast. We have over 100 episodes and we are on all your streaming platforms. So no matter what, if you're listening to Apple, Spotify, make sure you guys are like hitting that subscribe button. It really does help us out and you're able to keep coming back for more and also check out our various social media channels at the gals guide pod on Instagram and at the gals guide on TikTok, and see our extra content that we have coming out for you gals. And there'll be more coming out soon. We really hope you enjoy this community and Let's get into today's episode. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So for today's episode, we are, this is a topic we've thought about for a while, but we are like, mm, mm, so we want to, and not. then you also got your blessing from your fiance <laughs> to talk about this. Summer. I did. He was like, honestly, he was like, honestly, this is a really good topic and also could be hilarious. Yeah. And you should also mention X, Y, Z. And I was like, Ooh. you have tea for it. Honestly, you have a lot of experience for it. Um, it's dealing with your partner's ex. And I'm going to let you take it away. I'm going to let you start off. Tell us everything. Not everything, but, like, you know what I mean? Well, we all just love an ex, don't we? Do we? we? Like, and we... uh, No. Mm. And especially when it's someone that you're seeing, you know, pretty pretty frequently. Um, we, We love their ex, right? Because I feel like... They always pop back unless you sing uh, <laughs> Julia Michaels songs, uh, especially the one that says, I want to live in a world where all your exes are dead and then one passes <laughs> away. And then <laughs> so you feel like you manifested <laughs> bad things. So maybe um, I saw a dad said the songs that you sing manifest themselves. So like, be careful, gals, be careful. Um, I'm going to start singing. I'm going to start singing this song more often now. You're, you're, I literally jammed out to it for like a month. And then this sad news happened. And I was just like, I literally immediately was like, oh my God, I sang the song. <laughs> I sang Julia Michaels, song. your songs have a curse too. There's a hex. I said I did a bad thing. I did a bad thing. <laughs> uh-huh. They say I did something bad. <laughs> but why does it feel so good? <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Um, that was terrible. Um, 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Unless, I mean, I encourage it. You got what you wanted out of it. <laughs> Let's be real. You got what you wanted. Your goals were achieved. The mission was complete. I mean, in a, in a, the most like terrible way possible. Yeah, it's okay. Um, You're okay. Blaine's okay. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the first thing that I thought about when we were like planning for this topic was my initial reaction to when my partner's ex 
contacts my partner, I mean, I'm sure that you gals can imagine. Fire, flames. Oh, um, yeah. I am a jealous person. <laughs> I also... That's an understatement of the I year. I also just want to be like the literal audacity that you have. And like, why do you think that you're still important? So that's the initial reaction. And I think that um, if you've dealt with this before... I'm sure that is probably the general consensus. Everyone, it doesn't, I don't think it matters. And at least for me, it doesn't matter that I'm in a secure, committed relationship. I've got the ring on my finger. The wedding is happening in three months. Like I'm still not okay with it. Like I still don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me say, oh my God, are they gonna, are they gonna like entertain it? Are they gonna leave me? Like there's that still like piece of anxiety that comes with it. And so like, all emotions are just present. Um, what are you, what is your, has this happened to you? And if so, what is your initial like reaction? I mean, not to the extent that you have, you've been through the ringer. I feel like with this <laughs> experience, well, they just, they just um, come back all the time. And I'm like, you know, just stop. Because I, I say this because I haven't, it hasn't happened to me when I've been in a committed, exclusive relationship. Um, I'm usually the, the ex that reaches out, um, with, on one person, on only one person that I have done so, that. So um, I've also be- done that too. And I was going to bring that up about how like, yeah. we also have been, there's a good chance that you have also at some point been the ex that reaches back out. And yes. so, so it's kind of hard because it's like, I want to get mad at you, but also like I did that like three years ago. So yeah. And so you kind of had to give, I feel like it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do, but in some way you have to give that X grace. Yeah. In some way. Um, now, if they are trying to encroach on your relationship and like cross boundaries that you both, your ex your partner and you have put into place, then that is not when it's good. And like, you know, there needs to be stronger boundaries. Something needs to be said, something needs to be established. Um, But like, you know, how do I word this? Um, I think in some way uh, you you have to come from a place of um, understanding in a way as to why this is happening and just... I mean, how did you tackle it when it happened with, like, with your fiancé when exes reached out? Like, were you able to establish, like, have a like, conversation and then establish boundaries? Or, like, how did that conversation go down? Because I think yeah. that's another thing, too, that a lot of girls, predominantly, they don't want to feel like they are insecure. Mm-hmm. And that, like, or, like, you it's know, a competition or, like, you know, something like that. Yeah, 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 because I feel like some girls, they feel that way, and they don't know how to address it. Because um, right now, like, I, I don't have a partner where this is happening. Yeah. So I don't understand, I guess, what this feeling is like. Because I have the... My whole... I, my whole approach to the situation is, if you want to leave me for somebody else, that's a you problem that has nothing to do with me... I am the best you're ever going to get. And if you are dumb enough not to understand that, that sounds like a you thing. Um, you can gladly go be with the great value version of me. More than more <laughs> props to you. I'm fucking Rodeo Drive, baby. I am Hope Couture. I am Rodeo Drive. If you want to go be with the great value version of me, be my guest. I don't want the fucking uh, up and up equate great value version of you so <laughs> oh my god the great Thank value you. version no i think i think <laughs> in my experience i think the 23 year old me would have just lost it um i think the 28 year old me actually has found a way to be like empathetic almost to the ex that is reaching back out to the fiance in the sense of like, is there a closure they're trying to get? No, it's is just like a, it's or just like a, have you seen this show on TV? And it's like, why are you texting him that you haven't spoken in three years? Gotcha. And it's like, and I, and I think I, 
I think I come am able to come at it in a mature way because my fiance is very open and honest about if and when it happens. Um, mm. And it hasn't happened in months, but it's just like one of those things where he's like, so-and-so, so-and-so texts out to me and I'm under texting me and I'm like, oh, great, cool. Um, I mean, I was going to say, yeah, there's one reason it hasn't happened yeah. in months. It's because one of them is oh, dead. <laughs> That's so bad. I was going to say, because there's a ring on my finger, we are on two different playing fields right now. But, but no, I think, I think it, I think 23 year old me would literally be like, yeah, whatever. But today, like, I feel like it's easier for me to empathize because I have been the ex before that has wanted to reach out and it not come from a, a malicious, like, I don't want you to be with your current partner. It's a, I miss you. And I think that that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to miss people that were in your, in your past. But I just think that you have to realize like, and as you grow up, I think you will that like, there's a time and place for it. And like, it's not always, it's not always something that you should do. You can want to do it, but I don't think it's always something that you should do. You have to like put, you kind of have to like, like sit there and say, okay, well, like, how is this, how's this going to better my life? How's this going to serve me if I'm going to reach out to this person who is happily getting married or whatever? Like what, like what, like what is my end goal? And if my end goal is malicious intent to like try to, I don't know, whatever, don't do it. If it's because you genuinely miss the person and you want to catch up or you want to say like congratulations or you just want to like tell them about something that made them think of you, I think it's okay. I just think that like you and the, like if you're the person that's dealing with the ex coming back to your partner, like you just have to sit down with your partner and say what you are okay with and what you aren't okay with. And so I think there just has, like you said earlier, like there just has to be boundaries in place. Um, A lot of times I just say, well, like, did you respond or like, what did you say? And a lot of times he's like, nothing. <laughs> like I just left him on red. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I have had to be on the other side of the situation. I have been the partner who has had their exes reach out to them. And I've had my current partners, um, react in a range of emotions to it from unhealthy to healthy. Um, the younger I was, the unhealthier the reactions were. And they were like coming from a point of jealousy. And like, it was a situation of like, you are, I refuse you to have contact with them. And I'm like, don't tell me you were like, you're forbidding me or refusing me from doing anything. You do not own me. Um, I will figure out how to communicate with my ex the way I see appropriate while still honoring our relationship. But if I don't feel like they need to be banished from my life, like if I don't feel like this person deserved to be blocked from my life, then I'm not going to do that. I will act accordingly because here's another thing too. I work in the film industry. If I'm dating somebody in the film industry, I can't, unless they like honestly do me wrong, I'm not going to block them because it is such a small world and we do have to work together. Probably eventually we'll have to be in the same like corners together, like on a film. So I try to just, you know, I have them followed, but mute all of them and everything. And they reach out and they reach out. I will handle it appropriately. Just trust me. That is the thing you have to do is just trust your partner to be able to take care of their ex and their problems and how that's going. Now, if they are just continuing to like fester and like edge it on and like not draw any conclusion to this, that is when it's bad. If they are just enabling this behavior and just enabling this ex to think that there's still a hope for this person, then that is not good and that is not healthy. And that is when something needs to be established and a problem needs to be addressed and boundaries need to be drawn. Um, That is not okay um, because it's not respecting you. It's not respecting that ex either. I've also been in a situation where I have been the ex reaching out and I recently had this conversation with someone um, who was an ex of mine and I told them, you know, I had not lost feelings for them while they were in this new relationship. And I, um, at the time had wrote a lengthy letter of, you know, establishing like how I felt about this person still and how I, you know, felt disrespected because they didn't tell me about their new relationship. Not that like, you know, they owed me, but we were still close friends at post breakup. So 
I would have just liked like a heads up instead of finding out through social media that they were in a new relationship. And I, you know, I addressed all of that and uh, I told them I didn't give them this letter because I, one, was worried that they would no longer be friends in my life because even though like there was feeling still there, I still valued the f- friendship that we had because we were creative partners. And then um, that I just didn't, want to disrespect their relationship and they informed me that that it would not have been a form of disrespect to their relationship that they valued my honesty over anything and they would not have punished me for being honest with them um i'm not saying that that is a typical response you will get in this situation if you are an ex that still is trying to have a closure relationship but the intent of me writing this letter was for closure because i thought that once i moved to california that i no longer was going to have any kind of relationship friendship platonically romantically whatever with this person and that has since then been proven wrong because we have remained in very close contact with each other um and I used to say like I regret not ever speaking up for that kind of stuff but you find the time and everything but if he was with this girl and you know was planning on getting married I was never going to say anything because, like, at the same time, like, if you're reaching out because you need closure, not not having closure needs to be closure enough for you. You have to find it yourself. I was solely doing it because we were trying to maintain a working relationship, a working friendship with each other. And it didn't feel fair to me. It didn't feel fair to him if there was, like, an underlying of a different feeling that he was unaware of. And he didn't know where I was coming from. That's kind of why I was doing that. And then I was going to remove remove myself from the um, friendship, which was not an easy thing. And this has all been established with this person now. This person is also no longer in a relationship. So, like, you know, it's fine that we've had this conversation. Um, It's not like he has a girlfriend still and, like, it's weird. Um, But, but yeah, I... I can sympathize with both sides of it, um, but I've never been the girl who's had uh, their boyfriend's exes reaching out um, because they would be stupid to entertain that with me. <laughs> I mean, they may have, and they just never communicated it with me. That did happen. Yeah. I would appreciate them then telling me, and then they could talk to me about it, um, kind of like how you're fiance has mm-hmm. I, I would love for that to well, be well and I think that's yeah a normal I think that's thing part of like um, how you grow your relationship with your partner anyways is like you have to have open lines of communication and honesty and and like I mean you don't have to say mm-hmm. anything if you don't entertain it or don't respond but at the same time like if some if my ex were to reach out to me you best believe I would be calling up everyone and be like guess what just happened like this idiot thought like he really yeah. thought but like that's just me though. I'm like I'm super honest about things. Like I just Oh no, I yeah. Like I mean and, like if if it becomes an issue, it's something that you work through together. So Yeah, I mean like the doctor has reached out to almost everybody that I've dated and I'm like, <laughs> "Why? Leave me leave them alone." Like what are you doing? <laughs> Go away. What are you And doing? I had to have this conversation with these men and I'm just like, "I'm so sorry. Like please excuse him and his behavior." Um <laughs> but uh it, I mean, it's annoying. And then um I, I think, yeah, it's, like, okay, establishing, like, why is the ex reaching out? Like, what is the intention that they're trying mm-hmm. to do? Like we've, like, we've mentioned, and like I said, like, I, I, I told this guy, I was, like, you know, I wanted to tell him how I felt. Okay, if they're telling you how you felt, if an ex is reaching out to your current partner to, like, tell them how they feel and they still have feelings for this person, um, because at the time I did, I mean, I still do, but... um I wasn't doing it out of disrespect for that relationship. I was doing it for closure. Mm. And now they're doing it in hopes to break you up. Um, That's what I think you as the partner need to then reach out to them and be like, hey, leave him alone. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever had to do that? Um, No. I think that someone did that to me when I was like in high school. But... That was high school. Everyone was dumb back then. So I don't really equate that to much. But, like, I think you just have to, like, I don't know. Like, if someone, like, I've never had to, like, reach out on behalf of my partner. Do you think, 
do you think that should be a thing or do you think that the partner with the ex no, should be the one I that handles? No, I should not. I should not have to deal with your baggage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not my, that's not my issue. That's not my deal. Like mm-hmm. handle it or, you know, we're going to either have bye. a serious conversation or <laughs> like. Or I, I, I love or how you're, you're like, I love how you're like, we're going to have a serious conversation. Meanwhile, I'm like, bye. You're like, get out of here. Please. Bye. Goodbye. I'm not putting up with this. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, in some way, it's also like, why does this ex think that they have a chance with you? Are you mm-hmm. entertaining this in some way? Are you speaking out in this relationship? Like, what is going on um, that is giving them the illusion? And I saw this on Bumble the other night, where a guy was like, "The first, my first date question is, does anybody think that they're in a relationship with you? Um, Ooh. Wait, I would that's just, like a question I had never thought of. Like, is there, is there any, anyone out there who actually thinks they're in a relationship with you? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's LA. And I was like, honestly, this is what I'm asking every man from now on. Is there any girl out there that thinks that they are in a relationship with you? Like, are you leading any of these bitches on? Because, I mean, that's the only thing like why a girl would reach out, especially. I mean, maybe a, a guy would be doing it because he's desperate. Um, but, like, is there any reason a girl would be reaching out to you to like confess her feelings if you didn't th- if she did other than closure if she didn't think that there was a chance that you would leave your current girlfriend for her in my opinion true i think that's i don't think there's any other reason and so then you have to like look at it just puts a lot of burden on your partner because then i think it's just established trust issues yeah and um yeah it's just not a healthy way to go about it i don't know where i was going with that no no i yeah no that's a great question though like I think that's part of the whole thing, like, when you get in a relationship is that, like, you need to make sure that, like, well, one, you want to be in a relationship, but two, that, like, your ties are severed with other people because once you make the commitment to somebody, like, you got to let go of the the other people who are giving you attention. And I sometimes feel like people are people have a hard time with that because they like that attention and they like validation and they like someone to always be entertaining Around. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a safety net situation. Honestly, yeah. like if this doesn't work out, I know I've got X, Y, and Z who I can fall back on. It's a back burner girl. Mm-hmm. It's a back burner girl. You don't want to be we- the background burner girl. <laughs> it's a two person relationship. It's not a three way. Like it's not a throuple. And I mean, if you're into that, you're into that. But it's a relationship between you two. And now you have this third person coming in. And I think, first of all, when you are, when this comes up and X arises and you don't know how to handle the situation, um, First of all, I think it's important to remember that you both have your own pasts because while it's easy to get mad at your partner or your partner's ex because it's what's currently being, like, risen, how would you want your partner to handle it if your ex came back into the picture and was trying to, like, merge their way into this issue? How would you want your partner to react to the situation? Would you want them to trust you that you can take care of it or... How do you think they would get angry? Because then I think it's just a reflection of how you should handle this thing. I think, first of all, you need to acknowledge that you both have your own individual paths. And how would you want your partner to react to one of your exes reaching out? Because then that should be a reflection of how you handle the situation. Um, I think giving your partner grace, because, I mean, it's not an easy thing. It's never something that anybody wants to have to deal with. But acknowledging that you and your partner have a very secure relationship and that should be the center focus of the whole thing um like i said chances are you have your own exes and you know your partner has no need to worry about them so you don't have any reason to panic or worry about your partner's exes it's not an issue and don't accuse them in any way initially unless like you think your man is stepping out that's a whole nother situation but like don't um don't approach it in an accusatory way but just sharing the fact that you're struggling like with jealousy and you don't like this situation and it doesn't make you feel comfortable I think being vulnerable about that and how it uncomfortable makes you feel is the best way to approach it because then you're being honest with them and you would hope that they are going to return that um and also remember that if your exes are no threat there shouldn't be either um and be realistic about their role in your life. So if it's a situation like with me where I was in a working relationship with this guy I have been seeing, um, I 
wouldn't do anything that would give his girlfriend at the time any reason to be worried or question because I did have respect for their relationship and I didn't want to be that sleazy girl. Um, And I, you know, didn't do anything. I didn't act anyway because I didn't want to jeopardize that friendship and I didn't want her to have like a reason to kind of push me out in that way. And so uh, for many people, it's not going to be an easy situation where you can't just block them or you can't just cut them out um, because in some cases they may be a present part of your life. And if, especially if there's like children involved, like if you're married yeah. and shit like that. Like, oh, sorry, um, I got to block you. <laughs> like, like uh, oh, yeah. I, that and like, I mean, this is why I hate when, uh, and, and I'm not talking about you and Blaine because I mean, you're getting married. But, like, couples who are just dating and then they get dogs together and then they have to co-parent the dogs, which is just stupid. Just yeah, get I was going to say. No, only one person should yeah. be the parent of the dog. Um, but uh, if you've had been married before, like, there's kids or that anything like, anything like that involved, you and your partner will be dealing with this ex basically, like, forever. And it is more amicable and just a better idea to be friendly in that relationship than anything. And that will just only lead to ha- more happiness for you. And it, you don't need to go looking for threats or trouble when they may not even exist. And if your partner's actually is genuinely like problematic, you know, maybe they're not over them. Maybe they're not a very happy, stable person. And like, there is a lot of jealousy on that or they like throw like, you know, they talk shit about you behind, like, your back and everything. Um, don't be like Hannah and get aggressive. That was um, high school Hannah, high okay? I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> <laughs> take the high yes. road. Um, and like we said, like, have empathy for them in a way. Um, and if you really feel like it is impacting your relationship, then you may need to mm-hmm. seek help. Yeah. I think I think that is all really good advice. And I think, like you said, like, yeah. don't. I think it's easier sailing than anything. Like, I think people, like, freak out over it. Um, but it should just... It just comes down to trust. Right, and, like, not day. creating this whole problem in your head that's not actually reality. And I think that's what a lot of times happens is, like, you get into this, like, thought process of, like, oh, well, like, you just, like, make things up that aren't actually happening. And then you tend to believe yeah, them, Like, believe that idea is going to come true. And so I think just... I think as, as I've seen us get older and how we handle each situation with like each year of growth. Like, I think that that's one of those things is like, just talk about it. If it's bothering you, bring it up. Like that's the only way that you're going to come to any kind of like conclusion about it. So like, did you think honest take that me reaching out to my ex while he was in a relationship uh, with the letter was a bad idea. Somebody who has had their partner's exes reach out to them. I I don't think so because I don't think that there was any like malicious intent behind it. And also it's not yes. my problem how he reacts to that. Because here's the thing as being like the girl in the relationship. Like if if your partner decides that they are what still have feelings and are in love with that ex, then wouldn't you want to know that now? before like making any further life like commitments and growing that together like wouldn't like part of me would be like like if they reach out and you're gonna entertain it then like good like I don't want to be a part of this so like I think I think there's like Mm -hmm. two sides to it like either you can be upset because like why are you reaching out or you can say if he loves me and if and if this is like actually where he's happy and we're secure and this is where we're hoping our future is, then it's not going to even phase him. And so I think you just kind of have to be like, like it kind of, it kind of is a little like scary to think that that could happen at any moment, but literally that could happen about anything in your life. You could lose your job tomorrow. You could, you know, like something crazy could happen in your family tomorrow. Like you just kind of never know. And so to live in that like ultimate, like constant, like, Oh, this could happen. And this could do this. Like this constant abandonment. Yes. Like, it's not sustainable. Like you can't live your whole life with that. So like you kind of just you're always living on fight or flight at that point. You yeah. just have to be present. You have to be secure in what you know. And like, if it happens, then so be it. Like, you know, but I think, I think you're going to get through it, especially if you and your partner like 
truly love and care about each other. Like it's not going to, it's not going to impact you the way I think that it would in like your young, your young years where like, you're still kind of like learning yourself and you're still kind of trying to figure out what you want in life. I feel like as you get older and like these things happen, like you're pretty much established and stable, like, Mm. and you know what you want and you know what you're going to put up with and you know what you're not going to put up with. And I think that just takes time, like, and growth. Um, so. And you're just getting to know yourself better, I think, mm-hmm. too. And what you're willing yeah, to put up with and what you're willing not to, so. Yeah. There, it, this things you're not going to know immediately. It's stuff that you have to, like, learn through experience and learn what you are secure about within your own self. And I think the more you do that, um, the more confident you can be in those relationships. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park